Kalispera, Kalispera. Hi guys, that's uh, welcome in Greek. Uh, right now, Simran is actually in India. <laughs> and Yeah, and it's currently 5.44 a.m. And Diana is obsessed with me. <laughs> I am obsessed with you. And it's 6.14 p.m. here. Um, unfortunately, we're not able to record uh, together, like at the same space. But we are going to try and see if this is going to work. Uh, and we're going to... Hopefully it Hopefully it will. We're going to notice once we edit... Um, the voices and whatnot from the mics so t- today we have a heavy topic uh which will probably be talked about again in the future in this podcast um but it kind of came up to mind when we were looking at this one video on tiktok um in regards to bullying so uh we have we have a couple questions that we're gonna go through we're gonna talk about that topic um, and we're going to talk about what, how bullying has impacted our life and if we have gotten bullied in our lives or what that may have been for us um, in comparison to what others may call bullying. So very, um, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to go on the dictionary and ask Google what bullying is. So to bully, bullying someone, it's to seek harm, intimidate, or coerce someone's perceived as vulnerable. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to say, so seek harm, which makes sense. That's what we notice as well. Harm can be displayed or conveyed in a lot of different ways. It could be physical, it could be emotional, psychological, it could be in a lot of different ways. Um, Simran, does that definition to you? correlate with what you think of bullying i mean yes because through personal experiences i it does bring more harm and it it like shapes you as a person and who you eventually become um so yeah it definitely does a lot more harm because you don't know what an individual is like and you don't know what your actions or what your actions will bring and do to that like mm-hmm. individual. So I brought up the idea of this topic to Simran after myself noticing this TikTok video of these um, two girls bullying an individual or I guess it, no, it is bullying because they were being harmful in that sense but they were making jokes of this girl that was posing for an Instagram photo or just for photos to have. Um, the individual that, um, or the model of those pictures, uh, I'm not sure if she was an influencer or wanting to be an influencer or, you know, just an individual in general taking pictures at, uh, I believe it was at a baseball or a football game. I don't have the whole thing, but they were watching a game for sure. And these two girls um, were making fun of the individual, calling her names along the lo- and along with mimicking the movements, the poses that the individual was making. Um, I know for myself, from experience, when it comes to taking pictures of myself, I even noticed recently that when I go back into looking at pictures, I either have filters on to feel more comfortable possibly, or 
I don't have long shots of myself and I think that I dress presentable a lot of times but I don't take long shots because I don't know one how to pose two I sometimes feel that others make may make fun of me for posing certain ways and I shouldn't feel that way but oh well here I am thinking this way so when I myself saw that video I felt quite triggered that this is what I try to avoid um, now it's not the end of the world that that may have happened but of course it doesn't make you feel easy going out and displaying your arts in that sense like your fashion sense and whatever you may do it's very discouraging seeing others that should be lifting you up or feeling like oh that is so cool instead of like making fun of you um, I did not like the way that one of the individuals specifically was making fun of the others especially because they are um, young adults uh, young females and you would just think that they're just trying to push this person more up or they would understand her or like be like hey well you look so good or whatnot but instead they chose to go a different route with um with that yeah like well how like how you did you see the video as well, well i didn't see the video but like i just know what you're like talking about and um and yeah it's it's stupid like those girls bullying that girl it's stupid like she's having her own fun you guys are there having your own fun you know just leave it at that no need to i don't know talk shit about the other person you know and if you do want to like do it discreetly in a way that like no one is harmed but yeah yeah i just i just think personally that Either way, like, if you have nothing good to say in public, just... Keep it to yourself. And you know it's not in any way... It's not in any way harming you. Why go ahead and display those emotions when they're not harming you in any sense? Because I understand if the girl herself was doing something to irritate them and they have to push back in some sense. But when the individual did nothing, it's like, no. You could clearly see it in the girl's expression, um, the model, that she was feeling very, one, discouraged, two, like... Even the way she was posing at certain moments like became very kind of closed off. You could see through the, her body language that she felt just really, really negative about the whole situation. And I put myself into her shoes and there's two pointers to it. One, well, you're putting yourself out there. So, of course, you may not always get the positive feedback from it. So, I get it. That's, that's what sucks about going out there and displaying yourself. Two... The other thing that sucks is that, hey, you understand humanity and how may other people may interact with you. And it sucks that that happens, especially um, in public spaces. But that's where others feel like more encouraged to like, hey, I can make fun of her and whatnot. And it just made me think, what did the others around her think in that sense? Because if I was the individual um, on the sidelines, just kind of watching and observing this, would I have done or said something? you know, would have have in any sense helped? Is it okay to come forward and talk to those bullies, let's say? Or is it just like, hey, stay quiet, don't do anything. It's her problem, leave her be. What do you think? Like, I get your point of view, like where you're going through this. But like at the same time, I feel like in like that um, environment, like for example... You know, we're at a game watching. Like, do you think we'd be paying attention around us, what's happening, or will we be paying more attention to the game if we're actually into that game? Well, in the in the video, um, 
the game had not started yet, I think, or it was halfway maybe. I'm pretty sure it was the beginning. Oh, okay. Because it was just like the girl just taking pictures right in the beginning, like right at the start. Let's say like me and you go to a hockey game and we're taking pictures, but maybe you look extra good or you're doing like, she had a like really, really big rock. So she was like kind of like doing this, you know, like just yeah. poses. And the other girl was mimicking, mim- mimicking her, you know, and this and that. And it was just like, I don't know. I just, I, I personally did not like that at all. Like, I know that if it come, if it came to on campus, on university where I go to, if I came to see someone do that to another person, I know that I would 100% speak up. But I'm just thinking in such a public space, it, it's a question to myself. Uh, but would I have said something if I if I noticed? Because I know that I felt really rallied up watching the video. And I noticed in the video that there was this one guy on the sidelines kind of watching. And he was kind of like looking at the girls and then looking at the other girl. And I'm pretty sure he understood like, oh, they're making fun of her. But because of course the video um, cut after, you don't know if there was an aftermath, if something happened. Or if the girl, the model like left right after or whatever the situation might have been. Um, Because I know that like I myself, if I was the model, the person that was, you know, being taken out been taking care of those pictures um i probably would feel more encouraged if others have like been like yo just calm the fuck down like why like personally for me like because i'm a very like quiet introverted person like i would feel intimidated to go up to the bullies and be like stop like i feel like i just won't be able to do it even though like i would want to say something about it and then for the girl like who was bullied i feel like i wouldn't be able to approach her either just because like i wouldn't be like i wouldn't know what to like say to her but then at the same time i want to be like happy about like what's happening but i guess that's because of the person that i am Mm -hmm. um so how is bullying defined Bullying is when someone aggressively uses their power to target another individual with repeated unwanted words or actions. Those targeted um, are hurt either physically or emotionally and have a hard time stopping what is happening to them. Students often describe bullying as when someone makes you feel less about who you are as a person. I am going to kind of change it up a bit and kind of go to that route of like how bullying affects students. Um... And how it may have affected us growing up. Um, like, I know, like, what bullying has done to me as an individual. But, like, and it's a lot. I think that with um, bullying, the idea of power, that's how someone is able to obtain power through physical force, through scaring the other individual. I think that is never the answer in, in anything. Now, there are, of course, reasons to use that sense of power, physical, um, to obtain something from an individual. But now, like, this is, like, military and whatnot. This is a different kind of power. We wouldn't call that bullying. Um, But bullying in the sense of, like, someone uh, emotionally targeting you or wanting something to obtain power by scaring the other individual, I think, is, one, very negative. And two, myself... um, I've noticed it a lot 
I've noticed it a lot with uh, kids. Uh, even like with my cousins, like having conversations with them, I always have conversations like, how is school going? How is, um, like, is anyone bullying? That's like, the, that's like the first question that I ask them because I want to make sure that like they are all right. You don't know how much a bully can affect you, like moving, moving on. I guess so with you, Simran, do you have any particular bullying experiences? Oh, I have a lot. <laughs> I have a lot, but I'm not going to get into those, but but like I know those experiences are what shape cuz like sometimes I like I think about it and I feel like if like those kids didn't bully me, maybe I'd ha- I would have a little bit more confidence in myself and I wouldn't be as introverted as I am like today and um that like that bullying basically created an image or like an idea in my head that like because I'm brown and the kids who bullied me were brown as well and then it was around the time when I first came to like Canada as well so I was like mm-hmm. nine, ten, eleven years old when all of this bullying basically happened. So yeah. they basically helped create an image in my head that every brown person in Canada is a bully, bully. mean person. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I felt I felt like alone because there were always like brown kids at like schools, and then when like other like other kids like the other other kids of different ethnicities they would be there too but like I would be intimidated to approach them as well so it was like really hard to find good friends but then now all my friends if I look at it they're all white and I only have one brown friend and even her like I call her my cousin because of how long I've known her and how I know her mm-hmm. and it's because of those experiences with bullying that has helped well not help me but like you know help me choose the friends that I have today and um and I'll talk about the image that they created that oh every single brown person is mean and a bully that image didn't go away or start to go away until I was like maybe midway grade 11 or something I was like no it's not every single brown kid it's just like a select people who are just like that and not much I can do about it so it's just Mm -hmm. you know you do your own thing and like not worry about it yeah I I know for myself I've I've had like bullying experiences in a sense or I would looking back like back then I didn't think of them full-on as bullying because I didn't know bullying was really a thing there are a couple of instances I think I can name three in particular um one where i was in the third grade i don't i don't remember why and i really want to remember why um because like when i thought about it um i got emotional because i was like why did i get bullied to that extent but i remember one instance where there was a kid there was a group of kids that pushed me into a wall at the back of the school. Like this is still within the school. But the back of the school in, in elementary. And the kid almost hit me. But then he stopped. Because two twins. They were in grade 6. Came and helped me out. Um, now at the time. 
me being in third grade, I was like, oh my god, these are my crushes. This is my telenovela. <laughs> I was like, these are like, ah, oh, thank you for saving me. But looking back, I'm really wondering why someone would want to hurt me to that extent. Um, especially third grade, you know, like why? Um, I was and the only the only and I guess like the the trauma to it is the only thing that I can think of is because I guess I would have forgotten. It's just that I got saved right away from those kids. And I just remember particularly like tall, blonde, great sixers. First, like that's the one thing that I remember right away, which for some reason, well, I get why, but I like, I'm very thankful to them because I looked up to them at that extent, at that sense. But then because they were in grade six, I remember being like, oh, they're leaving though. And it was kind of like, oh, what's going to happen after? Now, nothing big ever happened to that extent that I may remember of. I had this other instance with this girl. Um, her name is Ioana. She's Albanian, born in Greece, though, same as me. And they were a trio. And um, I remember her pulling me to the side because she thought I was flirting with her boyfriend at the time. And she got so angry with me. Keep in mind, this was, I think, in grade five or grade six. Oh my God, the drama I had to go through. And she was like, be careful. Um, of the way you talk, be careful this and that, you know, like she had a power status because she was a popular girl. I was the girl that was popular because I was a smart student with a smart group of kids. Um, but with her, it's like she's popular because she's pretty, you know, so it's like, okay, so that kind of power that she made had. Um, the other instance of bullying overall within the Greek culture that I remember in elementary school that I did not understand or pick up on uh, until I moved to Canada was that they had made this song for Albanians. Um, I don't I don't fully remember it, but I think they were saying like, um, they, they made it rhyme. So me as someone that's Albanian born in Greece, I was like, oh, what a funny songs. Um, but I think he was saying something like Albanians, you eat spiders, this and that. And it made me really isolate myself from my nationality, like from being Albanian and being like, oh, Albanians like, not thinking like the best of them because of growing up in that society of them making fun of us. But to me, I didn't think of it as bullying. I just thought of it as like, oh, it's a funny thing that they made up, but they don't mean it because they're not mean to me as an Albanian. It's just something that I guess they may have grew up listening to. And it never really pop in, popped into my head until um, until like later on. I don't remember who I, had, who I had the conversation with, but we were talking about our experience um, coming back from Greece and then kind of remembering and I was like wow they 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 really made fun of us and me being like this was like from like grade one to like grade six I myself would sing it at times I never realized one what the words meant or why they were saying them and it really impacted me in the way that I looked back at the people that I grew up with like Greeks that I grew up with um it really kind of made me feel like, oh, I don't want to associate myself with the Greek culture anymore because of that. Um, I'm like more Albanian if not. So a lot of times when people ask me like, yeah, I was born in Greece, but I'm Albanian. Because looking back, I don't think we ever realized how much impact bullying may have had on us until we grow up and realize that it was bullying. Because as kids, we might not fully realize that that is bullying. Until later on, we put it in, into the words, into the categories of how someone may have used their powers to harm you 
even though it may not have been physical, it could have easily been emotional and psychological, which for sure has impacted me growing up. So I think those were some major pointers um, in regarding to bullying back in Greece in elementary school for myself. Yeah, like, I feel like while I was in India, there were some kids who would, like, tease me and stuff, but it wasn't as, like, intense, I guess, as... uh, as it was when I started getting bullied here in Edmonton. I feel like, and then I personally didn't really understand either what was happening and what wasn't. And so I kept it to myself as well. Like me being bullying and bullying here was like so intense that I didn't really understand what was happening. I remember I I never told anyone either like what's happening because first I didn't really have like friends and I didn't really know what to say to my parents as well either I remember this one time it got so bad that I started crying and my brother was there and he saw it and he went home and told um like my parents and then they went to the school and talked to like the teachers and stuff like what is happening and I guess from then it started being a little bit more under control but it still wasn't the same either like, I guess, once you're a bully, you're always a bully. But yeah, I do feel like those instances, those experiences are what made me to be the person that I am today. Because, yeah, it's like a trauma that just stays with you. Do you have anything to say to those people right now? If you were to see them in person, how do you think they would interact with you? And would they know that you felt this way about them or maybe the trauma they produced or maybe even the question of, did you know you bullied me? Uh, I don't know, honestly, because I mean, if I was like 10 years old, they were also 10 years old at that time too, right? So I guess part of me does wonder, like, do they really do realize what they were doing, like, now that they're adults, right? Like, I do sometimes wonder, like, do they know that they were, like, a bully or, like, they bullied someone so much, you know? But, uh, but like, saying something to them, yeah. I honestly don't really have anything to say them, to them. Like, it is what it is. Like, they did what they did. And, like, I felt what I felt. Um, it's almost like 10, 12 years later now, you know, I'm doing great in life. So that, that's it. Yes. Hopefully they're doing great mm-hmm. in life too. But other than that, not, not really. So conflict versus bullying. Um, so both are, they're different from each other and people may, may misunderstand that a conflict may be a result of, well, no, may think that a conflict is what bullying may be now with conflict it would be that you're disagreeing or you're having an argument with someone where you're expressing your views and your opinions and it can for sure get um emotional and i myself have a lot of those conflicts even with my best friends and other friends it just means that i'm passionate about a specific topic but it never gets you know aggressive in comparison to bullying where you have negative behavior specifically directed at someone by using your power control with the other person um i guess with bullying as well you can for sure with that power element you could probably feel it at the workplace as well 
Have you ever felt that you may have gotten bullied or had conflicts to the extent that you may have thought it could be a form of bullying at work? Uh, not really. Like, I mean, we all have conflicts, you know, it, no matter with who. Like, I have conflicts with my family. I have conflicts with my friends. And, like, yeah, I have conflicts at like, work, too, with some people. But that's not bullying, you know? Like, I feel like I now yeah. know what... Well, I... Um, bullying in conflict is like i feel like there's like a fine line between those two things and i feel like it's really easy to establish like what when they've reached like the bullying level and when it's still in like the conflict yeah. level well i know i know at mcdonald's um they have this thing so there's seven hazards that we go through uh one of them is called psychosocial hazard which means um essentially a form of bullying that can be displayed and we are cautious of it because it can usually be displayed during the beginning months of working in a workplace because a lot of people are like who is this brand new person why are they getting all of these nice affirmations from the managers versus us we've been here for a long time and we're not getting that like good job this and that you feel it a lot i know myself um there is this specific person at work that i've had a lot of conflicts with that coming into work made me feel very, I wouldn't say scared, but it didn't make me feel good because I knew going into the shift that I may not feel the best about them, which to me, that is in a sense, a form of bullying or going into bullying. And I know I had to get my managers and store managers involved to kind of talk to the individual. That individual has had a lot of problems with others and they are very like power oriented, very like, hey, I've been here for a very, very long time. Thus, I know more than you. Even though I would go like by the books and I would know the whole thing. Uh, I know I've had experiences like that. That individual, I have no problems with them working. Like I still work with them. I have no problems working with them anymore because we build a, a good relationship. Um, but there's for sure still conflicts that may arise that remind me of that. Which always kind of make me like not want to expand that relationship. Yeah. you know like outside of work like hanging out and whatever it may be um so what is the difference between bullying and harassment so bullying and harassment are often used interchangeably when talking about harm uh, hurtful or harmful behavior um they are very similar but in terms of definition it is there's an important difference so bullying and harassment are similar as they both are about power control actions that hurt or harm another person physically or emotionally um an imbalance of power between the target and the individual demonstrating the negative behavior um the target having difficulty stopping the action directed at them uh the distinction between bullying and harassment is that when the bullying behavior directed at the target is also based on a protected class that behavior is then defined as harassment protected classes include race color religion sex age disability and um, national origin so kind of like i guess with the harassment portion then because it could be different um there was this other tiktok video i mentioned to simran about these two italian girls this was in milan so this was in italy and they were at a train and this girl was filming she was with her boyfriend her boyfriend was chinese and these girls were making fun of the boyfriend by mimicking japanese words or um, phrases 
uh, like Konnichiwa, things like that, that I've heard from anime. Essentially, they were making fun of those individuals. Uh, I believe they were even doing the eye thing, uh, you know, to... The side eye thing. Uh, no, not the side eye thing. You know, like, they try and making mimic oh, uh, what, their like... Their eye shape is like... Yeah, like, elongate their eyes, their oh, eye okay. shape, yeah. Into, like, Asian-shaped, mm. in a sense. Um, so, at first... Uh, when I watched the video, because I relate to Italian culture and um, with the, within Balkans, we can come off as very aggressive and possibly racist. We're very old fashioned. So we are not really open minded until like we can see how it may possibly hurt another. And I believe that now uh, a lot of people in the Balkan culture, like older generations are opening mo- up more their mindset about a lot of things that they have potentially thought i know like with my parents like i still teach them a lot about like hey that is racist don't say it or don't think that way because i know you don't think that way but that's how the other person may perceive you and your image will be impacted and so you want to change that because that's not the person you are and they might not understand it um so when i was watching that video myself i was like oh they're italians i'm gonna take their sides initially and then i realized that they were making fun of them by using the language and i was like okay no that is that is different that is like that's a whole different concept like if you don't have the full story i guess you can have the whole thing but when you see other stuff you're like no i cannot support you anymore because this is on you and this was after the whole thing about the the girl the two girls that were making fun of the other girl uh-huh. um at, at that, that game, game. Yeah. so yeah, I don't know. So b- bullying is is really bad, of course, and there is a lot of different ways to um, define what bullying is to everyone. Um, but really understanding the differences between conflict, harassment, and how um, how you can, uh, I guess, benefit yourself within what actions you can take, like maybe with law enforcement or whatnot, um, to get support. I guess, like, that line between harassment and bully is basically, like, when it becomes violent. Mm-hmm. So, there is direct bullying and there is indirect bullying. Yeah. So, direct bullying would be the behavior that hurts, harms, or humiliates, and is over-obvious and apparent to anyone witnessing it. Um... An indirect would be behavior that hurts, harms, or humiliates, which is often covert, subtle, and not always immediate acknowledged as bullying. So I think with myself, uh, from my experiences as like growing up as a kid in elementary school, um, a lot of it was indirect bullying, uh-huh. that it was almost like the individual would do little things, which then would, when you think at, look at the bigger image, it's like they're painting like a canvas, but they're doing like step by step. Then you see the bigger image and you're like, whoa, you are hurting me and you don't notice it until like the very end. You're like, wow, okay. Versus direct, like it happens right then and you're like, okay, that does not sound good. You meant to hurt me. Um, which one, Which one do you think has affected you more or have you had both happen to you? Um... I feel like for me, around the time I guess it was happening, I guess it was more like indirect because I feel like they just thought, oh, they're teasing me and then there's no harm to it, but they didn't really see 
what the actual harm to that was until after like yeah. my mom went to the, the school talked to teacher and the principal I guess mm-hmm. that's probably what they yeah. realized what they were actually like doing doing yeah I think with a yeah with a lot of it myself yeah I think it would be like indirect bullying and I think indirect can have a bigger impact because sometimes you don't realize that it you may not realize it is bullying and you may even think that that individual that is kind of beside you there might actually be a friend you know how like friends joke but some of them might not have the best intentions for you the best view on you or intentions well, I think that that's one. It could be rivalry. Rival. I still can't pronounce the word. <sighs> rivalry. <laughs> and then, uh, or it could be it could be a form of jealousy that the other individual has on you, or again, just full on um, wanting to harm you. Yeah, you never know, um, you know, because it's all. And like I think, we- and I think, I think this is it's, it's it's fake individuals in that sense, fake. Like you're acting. It, um. There was a specific word I used. Well, it's fine. Just think fake slash versus genuine friends. Um, I think at our age, us being 23, I think we've come to a realization of who we th- who we know are there, who are friends there for us that yeah. will stay there for us and would want to have them there for kind of like the rest of our lives um, because we don't have conflicts to that extent. Um, no versus like, like i said conflicts they they come and go you know like you could have a little spot well, you could have you could have good that. conflicts you could have good conflicts too conflicts is just opinions yeah. in my in it, what i would think of it's just opinions yeah, exactly. and it's fine as long as both views are being respected you don't have to agree with them you just listen no. to that opinion and be open-minded um that person is just trying to teach you their understanding correct they're trying to exactly they're trying to understand um so yeah so i think indirect bullying is for sure a lot more harmful than direct bullying in my opinion because you don't you may think that person is there for you as a friend and yet they turn out to no not really be there and i've had that experience in high school as well a lot of the people that i was really really close friends with almost best friends like have become kind of resulted into like indirect bullying over a period of time some of them were months for others it might have been years and then I realized later on, like, oh, this is not good at all. And you, then you have to realize, okay, well, let me let me prevent this by myself noticing the impact it has caused in my life and how I want to move on. And moving on means that, hey, you have to end this friendship or, you know, put the pedal down and stop. Basically, and, just you know, see kinda, what's kinda good for them, yourself. Kind of leave I- them. Yeah, exactly. And take those steps to, like, make sure you're okay. So, when it comes to health, um, do you think that bullying has impacted students' health? So, students, we can kind Uh, of talk overall, plus for ourselves. I mean, yeah, it does. I mean, it, it impacts your mental health because you don't, like, okay, for example, for me, like, I didn't really realize what was happening, right? So, at that moment, I don't think I had that much knowledge either. But now, when I do think about it or I talk to, like, you know, others about it, whether it be you or, like, Logan or whatever. Like, um, like I see how, 
when like I had more knowledge about what mental health really is and how important it is to like take care of your mental health as well I feel like that's when I realized what those experiences like actually truly did to me and like the trauma that came with it so I it's like it's basically god I lost my train of thought but I guess where I'm going with this is that like you gotta protect yourself I mean at like the age of 9, 10, 11 or whatever you may not truly realize it and there's like you don't have the knowledge so you don't really know how you can protect yourself from that harm from that trauma but like but I feel like when you get older you do realize it and then I feel like you look at those experiences and realize exactly what the harm the trauma is and what that did to you your mental health and then I feel like you can use that to filter out any thing that may be happening in your life like currently and think wait is it like the same thing as that or is it different like like basically see what the similarities and differences are so that you can protect yourself from going through any more trauma Mm -hmm. so um would bullying through social media be indirect or direct bullying i think that's um I think it's indirect because I feel like with social media, everyone thinks they're, I mean, okay, everyone is entitled to have their own opinion, right? But I feel like people don't realize what they're saying could affect the individuals. Like, they don't think about that much. They just think they're giving their two cents on something, but they don't realize what impact it could have on that certain individual who they are are talking about or who they may have this opinion about you know well okay so we know that it's cyberbullying. um it has for sure affected a lot of kids i think our age like with uh, anxiety and depression rates increasing and a lot of kids um like since maybe like six seven they now have phones and their parents do this for yeah. safety reasons and having communications with them but i think having that access can be quite negative i'm not saying about like tiktok specifically but just social media in general because when you put yourself out there without um uh your parents observing a reaction then it's it's not safe because i are like us ourselves like we could do stupid shit but because we are adults we know that like okay well we can at least handle it Versus someone yeah. that is under the age, they do not know how to take that, that feedback or like whatever it may have been. Our, uh, yeah, like we had some, like we said it like our social media episode. Their social like parents, media they episode, need to yeah. take the respo- like they need to take the responsibility and teach their kids mm-hmm. exactly what the pros and cons are, and make sure their kids understand as well. You know, so they don't get involved in dumb stupid stuff so Simran, i know you don't have kids right now but <laughs> when you when you have kids what are some ways that you may hopefully try and prevent this from happening to them i feel like when i look at my, uh growing up like 
we had limits as to how much you can use the phone or iPad doing whatever it is or on the phone, right? Like, I didn't get my personal phone until I was in high school. So I feel like depending on the situation, for example, if my kids, they have to take, like, the bus or something to go to the school, then yes, I would give them a phone, but I would also have, like, sit down with them, explain to them the pros and cons. And so they also understand, like, what harm can come from, because kids don't think about the harm. They only think about the good stuff. I was like, oh, I have a phone. I can play this. I can play that. Or I can watch this, or I can watch that. So it's like, if my kids, they have a phone because they take the bus, then then I would have, like, a rule that, like, when you come home, you need to leave your phone here. Like, you're not allowed to take it to your rooms. Like, you're going to use the phone in front of us. We can also kind of observe what is happening and what is not happening. Just as a precautionary thing to make sure your kids are in, like, good environment yeah i i think a lot of kids in today's age they may assume that parents having control would equal to them being strict there are a lot of great elements about strict parents and a lot that would result in kids acting out of like a rage or going behind their back or maybe not having um deep conversations with their parents or being being able to have those conversations with them. Um, I know for myself, when I have kids, if I have kids, that I would take it very seriously. I will look at what are some things that I myself may have done and I did not like and I would like to kind of have my kids understand. I know I had, I think I had my phone when I was either 15 or 16 so I think I would do the same for my kids. But I think the primary thing with myself in regards to bullying and such, although cyberbullying is very, very hard to contain because, well, they're always going to have access to the internet and there's a lot of different ways to go around it. But at least I could prevent direct bullying, let's say from school or indirect at the school or in whatever sense, or maybe even around the area they live in by having them live in a city that is as safe as possible. Um, this could be an involvement of maybe having a lot of money and having them in a household where there's one gated, um, gated housing. Maybe they go to private schooling. Um, it could be a lot of different ways that I think could, you could try and prevent it in a sense, but I don't think it's fully preventable because it's still a way of growing bullying is just a form of what you'll get out in the world in the end of the day like we still will ourselves we will oh, get yeah, like some sort of bullying later it. on it just happens um i think it's just why have why why should kids have to go through it because sure there is a great thing about growth and understanding how to later on handle it as an adult but i don't think kids should have to go through that um now kind of going into numbers with cyberbullying or bullying in general um i'm just looking here uh <laughs> this is a bigger topic but so with bullying a lot of things that can result from bullying psychologically yeah. could be there could be stressors there could be anxiety there could be depression 
um, which may possibly result in the individual taking their own lives. So in the United States, it's in the United States, suicide is the leading cause of death. Um, and it says that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recently reported that the suicide rates increased by 25% mm. across the United States since 1999. Now, Simon, we were born in 99. 25% increase is crazy in such a big country. Um, and that is in half of the states, which has increased more than 30%. Um, so it is a serious public health problem that causes immeasurable pain, suffering, and the loss to the individual families and community nationalized. Um, so these are, these are complex, but this could be due to combinations of mental illness, substance abuse, painful losses, exposure to violence, and social isolation. Social isolation could easily be due to um, the bullying factor. So I think for sure bullying has had a big factor in that. I've had um, people in my lives that have taken their own lives um, that I'm not like, I wasn't close, close to them. Like they weren't my best friends, but they were close friends or I, I knew of them and just kind of hearing about that. Mm. Well, you know, it's. It really sucks when someone has to go through something kind of by themselves because they don't feel that they're able to talk about it with others or open up. Um, I know that help is always out there, but is help See, really always out there? Because everyone like... needs different kind of help. Maybe they don't they don't feel that emotional connection yeah. with the individual. Thus, they don't feel comfortable talking about it with others. So they feel isolated and thus they go through those thoughts. Um I know that I've gone through depression and anxiety. I, I still I still have a lot of anxiety and um, used to have anxiety attacks. Um, so I kind of know how that is. Now, I don't have for myself a pinpointer as to why or what may have caused it or the trauma behind it. Um, but kind of looking at someone taking their own lives, I think that's kind of like my last straw because it's just, it's just really, it, it just makes you want to keep going because you don't want that to be the end just because you have family and whatnot and you don't want that, you don't want to add that, you know, I know for myself personally. As well with religious factors, as a Catholic, that is not an option. Although you could go around it, but it's not an option, which um, whenever you may have those thoughts, you kind of look back and you're like, mm, no. And you're kind of thankful about everything that you have around you and you kind of stop. But I know having hear some people go through that and going through it and actually losing it, it's... Um, it's really sad i had a i had a friend that passed away a year ago and actually his birthday was two days ago or no it wasn't two days ago it was about four days ago and i was in school when i realized through a facebook post that it was his birthday um and i was thinking about him just a couple days prior and i was like oh when is his i was like i was like oh it's gonna mark his one year and 
I just kind of looked at the Facebook post and it was like his family, immediate family kind of being like, we miss you, this and that. And bullying is a really, really big factor. And I don't think, sadly, there is ways that we can try to minimize it. I don't think there is a full way to fully prevent it because our society is is very, very sick in a lot of different ways and forms, not just through that form of bullying, in a lot of different ways. Um, and I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want my friends or in the future my kids to have to go through any of that or even thinking of that. I feel like the question is how do we now like we how can we help similar things so like we're aware that these type of things happen you know so we can like in the future talk to our kids and have a talk with our kids like hey this is a thing so if you feel like this is ever happening to you you like you need to come Mm -hmm. up to us like you know and talk to us about it and tell us about it so we can take like any action that we need to take as parents to make sure it doesn't happen again so very very quickly because i was talking about the u.s i did want to mention canada um so in regards to depression so among teens who have been victims of cyberbullying, more than half have felt angry approximately at a third felt hurt and nearly 15 percent felt scared afterwards so nationwide national crime prevention council 2021 um, stop bullying before it starts. 37% of kids associated depression with online bullying. 37. That was in 2021. And this was just through a survey, which is really, really high, of course. Now, the top three countries where cyberbullying is the most prevalent are India, Brazil, and the United States. Um, but it is a common occurrence everywhere else. So social media cyberbullying statistics show that over 65% of parents are on the world site. Uh, cyberbullying on social media are one of their greatest worries. And, you know, for us being 23-year-olds and, you know, we've talked about, um, like in our marriage episode, we talked about kids. We talked about how social media impacted us as kids um, or growing up and kind of having it halfway through. Um, so the 65% of parents being worried about it, I would, oh, like, in the future, I know that I would be in that category oh, 100%. Worry a lot, as it is. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be worrying a lot more in the future. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried to help someone who was being bullied at school? Not really, honestly. And what happened if you had? Because I myself didn't really know what was happening. So even if, if there was someone else, like, you know, going through the same thing, I wouldn't even know. Thinking about it right now, actually, um, wow. In grade seven, I think it was, or grade eight, possibly, there was this, um, right after a basketball game, because I was in the basketball team, my best friend, Deja, had, she was, um, there were two girls in the team, in my team, that were talking bad about me. I was in the corner of the, of the wall, so that they did not see me. Uh, this was by the cafeteria. So I kind of heard them talking bad about me. And I started crying in the corner. My best friend saw Deja at the moment. She's like, Dana, why are you crying? She overheard the conversation. And she walked up and was like, 
and she started like cursing at them and being mad and mm-hmm. being like do not talk about my best friend like that she was in the team as well so i think that moment keep in mind i am i am short and i'm 23 like i'm 5'3 which is short um at that time i was like only 13 i think and i was even tinier it was i was so tiny and so i felt especially with that like moment where then i realized oh that is bullying those people are talking bad about me behind my back and they're and they're my supposedly my teammates um I felt really, really low, even smaller than the way I physically am. And Deja is, like, so tall, man. She's so tall. So, like, she's taller than you, Sim. She was, like, over 5'10". And uh, I was, like... Like, when she did that for me, I was, like... God gave me this best friend at these times. Because he knew I needed someone to kind of, like, help me out. Because I was a very introverted person and not until high school did I become a lot more extroverted and able to express myself. And that was because I made a decision to go into the arts, into drama, musical theater, because I wanted to overcome that um, that fear um, of presenting, of being able to express myself. So I was like, okay, this is the way to do it. So I think that was the most impactful moment for me in regards to... Um, bullying now i cannot pinpoint for myself if there's been a moment that i've talked there's been moments that i've talked to people like you know with you simran that one incident it wasn't i don't think it was it was indirect bullying in a sense of that individual saying what they were saying to you at that one time and then me speaking up on behalf of you yeah um which i know it made you feel good that i was there and that i understood right away so when that thing um, was happening, when that person said what it said, I just didn't know what to say. And I just like, whoa, what? And then you, you know, jumped in and I was like, okay. Yeah, so. I think that's what I knew. That this so girl I know that, was going to be my best friend for a very long So I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know there's been a lot of instances um, where that has been the case. And I have stuck up for my friends and you know tried and be there for them and you know always taken their side if i've understood that they may potentially get hurt and they don't know how to express it uh so yeah that's something that i do and i think it's uh, a big factor to it is probably because of like the impact that deja my best friend had on me back in um junior high with that because i was like okay well i have someone that supports me I want to be that vessel for someone else in the future, whoever it may be. I want to be able to speak up even more and whatnot and, you know, be there to help others. Now, I, okay, I'm just going to ask this. Do you think bullying is acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. <laughs> okay, just making sure we're on the right, no. you know, just making sure we're on the right, Bro, just making sure we're on the right page, you know? <laughs> if I said it is, like, how low it is not, but it's like a sad thing too that we can't prevent it okay last question how do you think other students um who are bullied feel honestly that's a very hard thing to say because everyone is so different right because everyone and everyone feels everyone has a different everyone feels different things very and Mm -hmm. it's just it's hard to say like of course they wouldn't feel great about themselves you know there were there were times with indirect bullying that um, I kind of looked back and I was like, oh, is it bullying? Is it not bullying? Maybe I thought about it too much. And then coming back, some of those people back in high school that 
uh, I might be stretching it out. I'm not even fully sure if it would be indirect bullying or a form of bullying because they were making fun of my they were making fun of my accent or the way I was speaking, which made me very self-conscious about about my English. Um so and uh, there were like there was an instance back in junior high where this guy that had a crush on me and would buy me a chocolate every single day would bring a chocolate every single day and would ask me out every single day i was like dude stop <laughs> would then start he then made he then made nicknames oh, about me i want to hear those nicknames and which resulted which resulted in bullying in a sense i felt bullied i felt like i did not feel good about those names um but he had a crush on me that's what annoyed me i was like how does a person switch up or is this his way of flirting and then literally with two other people in high school it was the same thing and that was their form of flirting they wanted to get my attention through bullying which i thought what maybe they didn't realize that is so what odd they were to me. doing you know i feel like that was probably a very normal thing for them to do that they didn't realize that they're doing harm like i know I, I, I know before I would get really hurt by comments that people would make jokes wise because I did not understand jokes true. and I would take them as yeah, little things. I know things. that's true because in our first year we would like joke around with you. You would take everything so personally that you would get mad like really easily too about it. And you guys love the expressions. At one point I thought you guys were bullying me because I was like, this is not good. This is not, this does not make me feel good about myself. Um, but yeah but i've opened up i've i understand the slangs of your canadian world words now and whatnot and your jokes i'm a lot more open but there are still boundaries that i have and there's i've always said this to everyone jokes have some truth to them that's why it's funny you know so although you may not fully agree with what you're saying but you think it's funny for that moment it could easily have an impact on others because when I'm, this is why I feel, in a sense, scared to hang out with other people because I don't know what kind of comments mm-hmm. they're gonna make because they always make the generalized comments that they may have of you, and although they might not perceive you in that way or form that they are expressing through that joke, you may feel they are, and thus you have an impression of what kind of group of friends they are. Like I've had this kind of, you get that feeling with the individuals that you're hanging out with, like, oh, this person is not gonna be, like, my best friend in the next five years, or my close friend, because I got this kind of vibe from them through the way they were talking about me, or the way they were talking in general, and I was like, yep, not for me. Yeah. Does not make me, does not make me feel good. It doesn't have to be the form of bullying, but there are instances that I feel like, oh, this, no. You, do you ever wish that people understood how much impact they have on you in a negative sense that they might have they may have had on you uh, through Some, negative impact sometimes because i feel like if they did you know maybe they wouldn't do what they did but then again yeah. it's like you can't really prevent it i do it. i do wish i do wish that like as people grow that they kind of look back at like I keep on saying like a lot. Ugh. Um, I hope that they look back and think, oh, how have I impacted this person? Yeah. Did I impact this person? See, I think about that a lot. Like I look now. at like like now that like we're adults, like we're 23 years old, you know, yeah. and then it's like my yeah. bully, he's probably around the same age as well now. And I'm like, do you like, do you like sometimes think about like, you know, 
when you were younger and like see what you were doing and what like your actions did to someone like I think about that a lot if like that person thinks about it or not but I don't know I know I I I part of me hopes that they do just to kind of think like I think everyone that walks into our lives and has a conversation with us has had some kind of impact. Mm-hmm. I know I I look at things I say a lot more um, because I want to express my character in the best way that I can for myself. Not because I'm self-conscious of what someone may think of me, but for myself when I... Knowing that like, hey, I am being the best Diana that I can be at this moment. Yeah. Um, for my little Diana to be like, hey, you did it. You, you you are a good person. You know you're a good person. You don't need the validation, but at least mm-hmm. yourself, you know you were a good person. Um, yeah, so I've had, I've had people that have, in a sense, had that impact on me, like through indirect bullying. Um, and then them wanting to kind of talk to me. I just do not open up with them. I do not. I'm like, you know what? Nope. <laughs> Why start a friendship when I knew you could be this person? Yeah. Although people change 100%, it's it's still like, no, you've, you've had a big impact that cannot change my way of thinking of you anymore. But it's, you know, when people come back and apologize about the way they treated you, with, you know, like I've had, I've had people text me being like apologizing, being like, hey, I, I really thought about it. This would have been like years mm-hmm. later, like two years later and being like, hey, this and that. And a part of me is like, yes, I got that confirmation. No, and another, I feel like that would feel so good. But then another part of me is like, you know what? It's it's old. It's whatever, you know. Like, I feel like... Like, I know, like, I grew past it. Whatever the situation was, I am fine. Um, but it's good to know that you are growing as an individual so like looking in the sense of like you are doing better because now you're thinking back to what you may have done to someone else makes me feel happy about you and your growth Uh, but for myself i knew that like i was a better person thus like i did not fully need it but knowing that you are doing better i like that about you yeah so yeah do you have any last comments about the topic it's like we said it's like it sucks you know and it's sad that we can't really prevent it but i guess for the future generation like we can at least help them out in a way that like and make sure they don't go through the exact same things like we did and kind of help them you know through their traumas and give them the knowledge about what it really mm-hmm. is you know i think it's gonna help a lot um it can be vulnerable, especially to your kids, kind of telling them your experience. But I think it's good to tell them so they they feel more of a connection, more of a reality. As like, oh, I see. So if you felt this way, then this is why I may feel this way about this individual treating me this way. So they're going to take a bit more caution, I think. Now, I know this... I feel like it's important to be really vulnerable in front of like your, your kids. kids yeah. When like at the right time depending on what age they're at and like you know from what we've gone through we know what type of things happen at that age i feel like it's important to be vulnerable about the things that you've been through at that same age so like your kids also know okay like this could happen to me as well and i gotta make sure it doesn't happen to me so or when it is happening to me i tell someone like about it right away so it can be prevented 
Now, I know this topic is really, really big, and I think a lot of people have gone through some way or form of bullying, although it may not have been intense, and they might mm. not think of it like a crazy impact in their life. I think, again, bullying can come in a lot of different forms, so it for sure has an impact on everyone's lives. At least they're aware of what bullying is. Um, we will probably talk about similar talk topics again in the future because there's always going to be something in the news about it and we may bring up different scenarios and maybe answer some questions that you guys listeners may have in regard to maybe our experiences or what we believe maybe even about your experiences and our thoughts on it and maybe how we might have um interacted with the, the person that bullied you or if you would have done something um Kind of going back to quickly my kind of first question to myself. Uh, when it comes to there being a fight, like there is a direct or indirect bullying that you... Well, direct, I guess, because you notice it. There is direct bullying. Um, again, do you do you sit on the sidelines and just view or do you act? Because the moment you put yourself in there, you could put yourself at harm. Would you do that? And second, if you don't do anything, it's almost like you're giving an answer already because... You're basically saying, hey, I have no opinion, but I kind of do because I'm not helping you out. And we always look at the negative side of it. So you would think instead of the individual that's sitting on the sideline, you would maybe assume like, oh, he has no opinion. I think he does because if he did um, have the opinion of wanting to help you, he would have jumped in right away. If he didn't, he would just stay on the sideline and done nothing and just viewed versus, you know, you have to act, I think actions have a lot of words to them even if you're not saying anything to oh, them yeah so i do not want to ever be in a scenario See, where i'm just sitting on the side makes sense actions speak louder than words yeah so your actions basically define what personally i think that i would say something and the only time that i wouldn't it would be a fear of me not knowing how to express my thought in a way that may not fully harm me i'm not scared of myself getting harmed i'm scared of me not being able to express my opinion in the right context you know like using the right terminology maybe maybe i myself being an extroverted person at that moment i freeze and i i'm really scared of that potentially ever happening because i I see myself being someone that will always go up and help someone out in need but then a part of me thinks that, like, well, what if you just, like, can't think and you freeze? Yeah. So I think I think that's the question that I have for our listeners. If you notice there's direct bullying, um, you yourself acknowledge it. Are you going to sit on the sidelines and just observe what's happening? Or are you going to go up and confront those bullies? Or maybe... Are you going to talk to the individual that gets bullied, the recipient, after it has all happened? What What are you going to do? Okay, yeah. well... We'll put an IG post up with that so you can, like, submit your answers. And if not, you can DM us and mm-hmm. answer yourselves that way. Well, Simrana, I'm excited that we had this experience of us recording simultaneously <laughs> while you are in India and I'm here in Canada. By the way, guys, great news. We are top 18 in our category of our (laughs) podcasts in India, which (laughs) that means a lot of you Indian aunties are hearing this. 
so welcome to the mischievous duo podcast we hope you are enjoying the content and thanks to simran's mom for saying that simran is in a in a radio show um i love that i swear my mom be saying that to every single person i i your mom has to be our marketing person if i get if we get like those top numbers in canada that would be amazing i think <laughs> the top number we've gotten here in canada has been 112 i believe or 118 which is great yeah, because we haven't mom. put ourselves really out there yet especially with our marketing um but seeing that we were top 18 in india i think was really really funny i i told my mom as well this morning and she started laughing i was like yeah mom you see you you gotta do something as well um yeah it was it was a cute moment for sure uh, it was just me texting Simran at like 4 a.m. being like, you best friend, you won't believe it. And then her responding. I was like, why are you awake? Uh, and then us literally no, 30 minutes, us literally, okay, us literally 30 minutes later being like, hey, do you want to record an episode right now? It's like, okay, let's give it a try. Let's see how it yeah. works out. Okay, well. Like, I'm so um, sick. I'm tired. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, well, we did this. It's fun. Okay, well, Hopefully guys. It works out. This, great. this episode is for sure a little bit of a longer one, but we hope you enjoyed um, what we talked about. Um, we will reference anything, any information that we had from the definitions uh, down below in our description if you want to kind of look back at everything. Um, otherwise, that is it for today. Um, we do have, I believe, about four more episode um topics ready to go um but if you have any ideas of what you would like to hear the next time or maybe you yourself have some questions about us you can go onto our mischievous duo website email us those questions or dm us on instagram and then we will answer them on the following podcast episode All right, take care, guys. Bye. Adios. Bye-bye.